1: stand by so darling, darling, stand by.
0: you are listening to lightning strikes thrice dude where's our car this is season four episode five covering chapters five through nine of final fantasy versus 13 i am your host chris taylor and with me is mad marcus Go holmes Let's be real, mm-hmm. I would say Final Fantasy 15, but the document I copy and paste this section of the notes from still says versus thirteen, so it at this to say that forever.
1: At this point it's a running gag and we have to follow through with it all the way to the end.
0: Well, that's not true. No, I'm definitely gonna take that again. Yeah. And we have to talk about
1: <laughs> this and leave this in the podcast I, too. Well, sorry, Chris, I'm definitely gonna take that first uh first cut and use that. So That's okay. Final Fantasy
0: sixteen dash
1: two. Oh. Oh, that's jumping like three games ahead, at least two. Oh wait, uh, I can't.
0: Do, I can't do math wrong. That would actually be fourteen. God damn it!
2: Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen: A Realm <laughs> Born Again.
0: No, uh. <laughs> the first A Realm uh. Born is so bad. Please fuck that shit up and fix it. Uh. Uh. Somebody tell me about this. I wrote all this. I don't want to read right now. <laughs> We're all gonna right. have to read some of it. That's not true.
1: You're definitely going to read some of it.
0: I already did, Matt. What do you want from me? And I have some bits highlighted at the very end, also. Uh Uh-huh.
1: All right, go, Fel. All
2: right. We fade in from our save with our Arden and the squad in hold of his dropship. He's taking us to safety, and we make plans to go get the car once dropped off. Game skips ahead to an Imperial checkpoint while listening to the radio. We hear that the Empire killed Titan, and also the Empire stealing the Regalia. Cut to the boys at the Chocobo outpost complaining about the car being missing, when Umbra shows up
1: again, and Umbra decides to have a little fun and runs off in the woods. <laughs> and the boys chase her and find that uh, Gentiana is there, and that is the uh, the dark haired lady that hangs out with uh, Lunafreya. And you know, for the longest time, I actually thought that Umbra and Gentiana were actually the same. You she's know what? That would have been cooler. Wouldn't that be cooler? That would have been cooler.
0: You know, I cannot cannot take Gentiana seriously because she's like a real Brock going on. She cannot open her eyes in this weirdly racist way. I can't
1: take anyone in this game seriously, so. It's, it's she's got like she's a lot like the lady in black in Demon Souls, I feel like. Like she's like I it might be the same voice actress. I didn't I didn't check, but she sounds a lot like that, uh like yeah, like the the helper ladies in the Souls uh, series, and uh, she tells us that we have to hunt for Rama. Is it Rama or Ramu? Who cares? I never say pronounce. whatever you want. Who cares? Whatever Rama.
0: If you write us about it, we'll uh,
1: block you. <laughs> uh, Wait, no, Chris, we won't block. We won't block you. That would take effort. Anyway, <laughs> you're right. We'll delete our Facebook if <laughs> anyone writes in to correct <laughs> us about it. <laughs> Uh, god, we're so good at this. Um, I'm so, very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, you fucking worms. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Lunafreya is awakening this god. It's Rama. We've seen him before, earlier in the series, like, I think seven. What, what, no, what was his first appearance? All like of four? them. All of them. All, every single one it of them? He was in three. Okay. He wasn't in eight, so I can't remember.
0: Well, yeah, because eight <laughs> yeah. only gets the bad summons that no one
1: cares about, because that's the bad game no one cares about. Dude, fucking Doom Train rules, and I will not hear, I will not brook any argument against it. Okay, I anyway, just,
2: I just looked it up. She's not that voice actress for, uh, okay, but she is the voice, voice actress for, uh, Esmeralda in Dream Drop Distance. So, who the fuck is uh, Esmeralda? A Disney character. Oh, yeah, I know, but yeah,
1: which yeah, one? Yeah. I played that. That's a, I isn't that, that is. the lady from, um, she's, she's the hunchback, yeah, the, the, uh, Roma woman.
0: Oh, my God, I can't believe that game opens that way.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you played it.
0: That was great, actually. That was one of the only good ones. Yeah.
1: Anyway, we're trying to get uh, Rama's blessing because I guess that's what the plot wants us to do now is just keep collecting yeah, to get. We have to get the blessing of
0: all the gods so they can show up in a cutscene that they patched into the game later and wasn't even there in the original version.
1: That's why it doesn't
2: sound familiar.
1: Yeah, I have no idea why this is happening other than it's just a thing that the Oracle tells us to do. So we have to do it. Uh, so yeah, but we're we're gonna need Rama's blessing for some reason to uh, go to meet Ludafreya in Alticia at the walls of water. So Ignis tells us that uh, Getiana is actually a spirit loyal to Ludafreya and is not actually a real person, even though she looks like one. And we get another journal message yeah. from just Luna. basically
0: a fucking angel is how they describe it.
1: Yeah, pretty much, or like a yeah, like a spirit. Yeah, a it's messenger
0: just, of the gods it sounds a lot like an angel.
1: Very god sister. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know why she's here at all, but hey, you know what? <sighs> Whatever. She's a spirit. She's actually your soul sister. Hey, soul sister. Oh no, now I have to cut that in. Thanks, <laughs> assholes. Thanks, I gotta go fucking download some train. Fuck you. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh...
2: Hey, you're the one that would really like that train from Final Fantasy VIII, so. Uh, but yeah, that's the good train. train. That's the good. There train. is no good train except the one you could suplex. Get
0: your soul sister on the soul train and summon it in Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> that's why it takes so long, is all the people are getting on the train. And then you have to suplex it in Final <laughs> Fantasy VI.
1: Oh man!
0: Whoa, breaking up race rights or what? I'm not into that. Wait, what? Uh, well, he's breaking up the soul train.
1: Yeah, I yeah. <laughs>
0: You're gonna cut that last part out. That joke did not land. And I got it. I regret no, it. No, I
1: I I got it, Chris. I got it. I regret it. <laughs> you you had a good nugget in there. Anyway, so you were trying to fun. say we got we already got Titan's blessing. By the way, last time uh, we got an item that said so. It's like Marcus. Yeah, of Titan. after he
0: broke his fucking arm off, he was like, "Okay, you're cool, I guess." Yeah,
1: and then like the <laughs> and then the army kills you say him. He's giving us a hand. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then uh the uh, army the the niffs kill him so he's dead apparently i guess i don't know how that works i really hate that they call them
0: niffs it definitely sounds like an in-world slur yeah, it really is, it is though and i just I, I just
1: it's just so convenient to not say like niflheim soldiers every time yeah but, i write and, NIFs and, because i don't remember how to spell niflheim
2: they say that and yet that's exactly what they're going for
1: because that's how war works yeah it's true well, so Umber's there, right? And so she he has the notebook, and you can write in the notebook, hey, we got Titans Blessing, isn't that cool? Or you could just say got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, cool.
0: I definitely just started saying got it.
1: 10 4. The thing is, it doesn't matter at all.
0: No. <laughs> Much like the character you're writing, too. Yeah. I
2: I actually it matters only in that you get different bonuses, depending on what you say. Oh,
1: Oh, you get items for that or something? AP or XP. Yeah, it's true. It's really not. It's
2: insignificant.
1: Yeah, most of these little dialogue choice things, like if you choose the best one, you'll get better stuff. But I I mean, it's never been like life changing. Yeah. So after that, uh, we get another flashback where Luna, young Luna is telling Noctis about the crystal and that it was given to the Lucians from the gods to protect uh, the city until uh, it crowns the king of light and Noctis is apparently the chosen king of light for some reason and it is his duty to purge this turn off the dark yes he is he is the one to turn off the dark and his duty is to purge the scar star scourge star scourge mm-hmm. which is a a disease we have not seen yet apparently
0: that's not true we did see it that's what the spots on the old guy's head and the lady's hands were
1: oh what what when was that? I'm totally blanking on when, when we was. saw
0: Luna doing faith healing in a
1: tent in the country. You know, I did instead of I don't remember that cutscene at all. Did I see that cutscene? Well, yes, you did. Fuck. Because I was looking for it because we talked about the faith healing thing, but I don't remember seeing that scene. I'd have to look it up. Maybe I just didn't trigger that one. I don't know. That's weird. No, you definitely triggered it. Just nothing happens, is why you don't remember <laughs> Fair it. Fair enough. It's probably very fast. Like,
0: literally nothing happens other than that. And you're supposed to have read all of the books so far in the game that you can find to even know that the Star, Star Scourge is a thing. Yeah. Because if you don't read those, the game never tells you that's a thing, and you're very confused about what the
1: plot oh, is. Oh, you and
0: know, listen to the radio broadcasts. Yes.
1: Okay, yeah. I, I wasn't listening to the radio broadcast, and I read those books, and then my eyes glaze over, and then I stop reading them. I just fall asleep. I compulsively do that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I fell asleep several times in some of these areas. Mm-hmm. It's a very riveting game. Uh, so Luda's destiny is to help Noctis get rid of the Star Scourge. And we then hear uh, Gentiana tell us to head towards the Lightning Strikes in the distance to locate the three runestones of Rama. So there's a there's a thunderstorm going on this entire time and it's not gonna clear out until we hit these three runestones. And, and you have to dodge a hundred lightning bolts.
0: Matt, you're not allowed to say Gentiana anymore because I definitely expect it to end in Gendo, not Gentiana, <laughs> when you say it.
1: Look, I'm gonna be real here, like every time <laughs> I see Gentiana in the notes, it looks close enough to Genitalia that it like I like flinch every time i'm like wait what
0: hold up i got some edits to make later down
1: <laughs> uh nobody <laughs> likes to surprise uh genitalia like that's just a disagree uh chris email me your
0: surprise genitalia
1: okay chris is one of one <laughs> he's a special boy rip your inbox
0: here comes the special boy looking for some special pics contact at being dot <laughs> send us pictures of your dick Oh, dude, that God damn it! <laughs> so, uh, Phil, tell me what happens when we touch the first runestone? Uh,
2: not after we're talking about that.
1: Hell uh, yeah. Look, we're already touching the lightning rod, we might as well touch this lightning runestone. T- t- first you have to
2: touch the two runestones, then you touch the lightning rod. <laughs> <laughs> when we touch the first runestone, we see a flashback of Noctis and Gintiana, back from when he had polio as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though. He has polio. Stop polio. He was... He <laughs> ba- almost an spit my water. Noctus is not an anti-vaxxer.
0: <laughs> I definitely almost spit my water into my microphone, even though I'm the person that wrote that. <laughs> I didn't write it. They this. never explained what... I don't know what's wrong with him, No, but something was wrong with him as a kid, and he was in a wheelchair, <laughs> and i have just always referred to it as polio.
1: I mean,
2: we don't know any different. <laughs> I mean... He- Oh, you know, he was just hospitalized, not for his legs, but because he's dying and they just had to push him in a wheelchair.
0: Yeah, yeah, we we, we still don't know what that is. Right, but this is the so first time. His legs were crushed by his mother's corpse or whatever.
2: That's right, we, were, we did establish
0: that. Uh, this yeah. is the
2: first time Noctis met Gentiana. Gentiana stoked that Noctis and Luna Frey are getting along. After the flashback, Gentiana tells the, us the Empire is trying to seal the path to Rama. Mm-hmm. When we touch the second, the quest just completes and tells us to head to, I have no idea how to pronounce this, Hollow.
0: Okay, see, I think is what they say. I just definitely spelled it wrong. It, well, no, I looked it up. That's right. I just don't know how you say it. We go to a dungeon. Yeah, yep.
1: yeah. A boring it, dungeon. It looks, it looks, it looks like something that was like spelled in iron, like, oh, not Gaelic or something. It's It's a real crazy spelling. Yeah. So as we approach, uh, lightning strikes a rock that was uh, blocking the entrance and just blows it up, which is pretty rad. And then this is a—it's just a, another cave dungeon. You know, not any particular twists in this one. The one exception. There's plenty of twists
2: well, and turns.
1: Well, I mean, literally twists and turns. But in terms, saw, terms of, like, and I'm not even making a joke there. That's its main mechanic. Yeah. I mean, there are uh, there are bombs in here. I, I don't know if we ran into bombs before, but, you know, they're kind of a pain in the ass. I think this is the first time that you can do it unless you're doing side stuff.
0: Yeah. You kill them in literally one second with the ring. It's the best. Yeah. You don't have the ring if you're not playing New Game Plus, so eat shit.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, it's an, it's obnoxious and, like, that. some of the areas of the cave are wide enough to wear, like... You get really split up from the other characters, or like you're trying to warp across, and you like you hit a wall trigger instead of like warp striking, you just hit a wall. It sucks.
0: There's a there's a point where Prompto gets pulled out away from the party. Uh huh. So, so Chris, what, the
2: big deal with it, the... what, what you're saying about what? the bombs is when they die, they see the ring. Uh huh. I mean,
1: that's not how it's supposed to work.
2: I don't. No, not not a ring reference.
1: Ringu, Chris. Oh, no. oh. I don't know what you're talking about. Ringu, right. the movie.
0: Yeah, the, but I like I haven't seen that in forever cuz it's only fine.
2: No, it's uh, not even that great, but
0: Yeah, I, Anyway, you, uh Chris, you were saying about Prompto? Uh yeah, he gets like sucked off somewhere by Pegasus, <laughs> <he laughs> <taken> dude. Some- <laughs> 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 he gets taken somewhere by uh <laughs> a monster and uh, uh a lamia right? Uh, that's a Naga. Naga. Well, the Lemia is explicitly oh. later. They have a bunch of arms and the Naga is just a weird head. They all look mm-hmm. the same. Wow. Well, um... <laughs> Snake-like The creatures. dungeon is oriented around uh-huh. this one giant room with a million pathways crisscrossing it. And it's kind of a pain to navigate unless you don't care about anything and just stick to the right.
1: Yeah, and you eventually find uh, the boss of the area, which is a Naga. Big snake lady, and she, she touches comes... your gentiana. She touches your no. That's what happened to prompt. We got to keep the story straight here. <laughs> we're, we're getting all <laughs> we're confused. the cops. <laughs> uh, yeah, she she is um, sort of whimpering, and saying, "Where's my baby? Do you know where my baby is?" And you can say, "Yes, I know," or "No, I don't." And uh, either way, you end up fighting her. I picked, "No, I don't," and uh, she said, "You're a liar. You know exactly where she is." And then I you fight her i picked the if you say I, I, yes she says you took her so you took yeah, him from
2: me that, that must mean you, you took him
1: you. yeah I can't can't argue with that uh that logic uh-huh yeah no like it's uh this could have been really cool but it just it's a boss fight so it's fine she poisons you uh like she does like a poison aoe it's not too bad and the you find the third runestone in the back where there's a little gap in the in the ceiling of the uh of the cave and you touch it. At this point, uh yeah, he touches it and we got a scene of Luna Freya treating Rama and or treading? Is that supposed to be treading? Treating with, with. Entreating treating is like, the Verb. Like, like like talking to. Yeah, like to yeah. entreat. Yeah, I was about to say I thought it was entreating. No. Right, anyway. Anyway. How about parlaying? Yeah, Luna's parlaying with uh, Rama, and lightning flows from the stone. I've been listening to
0: friends at the table, and you need to give them concrete proof of your side of the deal if you're going to parlay. Mm, that is true. How about talking, can we can we use talking, or is that not qualify anymore either?
1: That qualifies. I mean, what 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 style like friends at the table is that five E? What are they running? Uh, they run a bunch of different
0: stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, it starts with a hack of apocalypse world weird. Anyway, recommend, highly recommend.
1: I mean, yeah, they do good stuff. Uh so lightning flows into the stone into Noctis's hand. Uh we get the power of Rama. Now he's going to show up as the summon as we'll see later on in the this part of the story. And
0: it's the best one, my guy. It's
1: it's pretty hype. It's, it's pretty hype. Well, like I was really impressed with this even on baseline PS4 the graphics on his summoner, are Uh-huh. Nice yeah yeah we'll talk about it when we have to do like um uh, bring them in for the story because it's rad so we return to the entrance uh the entrance as as i mentioned the storm ceases and a massive imperial jet flies overhead and we get a call from sydney saying uh we know where the regalia is it is in an imperial base and it's time to go get it
0: these planes again later and i just just occurred to me now that when gladio refers to it as like a uh, a portable base like this plane like transforms into base infrastructure i think is the deal and they just set oh. it up inside of the existing concrete fort
2: walls kind of like command and conquer
0: yeah
1: yeah by the way the the red alert 3 run uh from SGDQ 2019 was actually very fun it was a co-op yeah. run it's great
0: I like everything about Red Alert except for the part you play it.
1: <laughs> I
2: like everything except for
1: the uh, fact that three has Jenny McCarthy. You just gotta make lots of twin blades. That's all you gotta do. Anyway, so we head in the direction of this uh, fort, this you know place where the Brigalia is, and um, the game forces us to make camp in order to come up with a strategy on sneaking in. And this is what the first. First time in the game, I even camped, apparently. That's surprising, but not terribly surprising. Because I got the
0: whole setting
1: up camp cutscene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the weird thing about this is if you go through the planning and then, like, save and then try to restart the game, it d- didn't remember you camped, so you got to do this again just so that it triggers the plot forward again. <laughs> It's very weird. I- Matt, scripting is not
0: the easiest thing in the world, is all I'll say about that. That's...
1: That's fair. I just thought when I, like, did a hard save afterwards, it would have started me there and not, like, right before all of that stuff happened. You should be amazed that any video game works.
0: Like, just to put this in perspective, I've been working on a bug for, like, six days at work. And I made a typo where I added one extra letter to the word wait, making it a wait, which turned out to make it do the exact opposite of what I wanted. That's
1: <laughs> that's weird. Uh...
0: Also, this was incredibly hard to track down. I can imagine. It six days to find the extra letter A.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So be amazed that any software works. That's also, when you camp here, you get
1: to see the
2: pictures of the uh, Rama fight if you haven't uh, camped before. And there's some really good pictures of uh, Prompto being hit by lightning and things like that.
0: <laughs>
1: That's fun. Yeah. So after after you camp, uh Ignis tells us we need to sneak in under the cover of darkness and we begin the operation to cover the regalia. I, I I mean, I think this whole mission's pretty hype. Like I'm into all of this. Like you start off Is it I like it. I like it a lot. I thought this was a this was a good, like a good arc. So like I mean you start off at midnight. Okay.
0: It could be cool if you weren't level one hundred and mostly mad that it doesn't let you just kill everything in three seconds and leave.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. If you're if you're breaking the game, then yes, it doesn't work as intended. I'm just
0: very impatient, and I'm like, when well, are they gonna let me murder the guys? You let me go to the fireworks factory. Um. Uh huh. No. Oh, it's more like, when are we gonna get to Cape Cayum? <laughs> no. The uh,
2: the one part I didn't like is the forced stealth at the beginning, where you have to follow them, But at least it's pretty easy. Well, at this point, it is cool looking. Yeah,
1: it looks good. And I think like well, we're not we're not following uh, the the general dude. That's later.
0: That's um, that's... Oh, that one that is sucks. awful. That, oh, that, bad. that was this one. So boring. yeah, no,
1: this is the one you're just sneaking in trying to find the car. So you, it gives you uh basically an auto. Oh, that's, like, right. that's uh, right. No, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if you uh, if you warp strike from like out of sight, you just straight up murder the the guy you hit. And it feels really fucking good. And like the game wants you to string a bunch of these together. So you can like sneak, you know, it's just, it's rad as hell. Like it, it's, it feels really good. And you go through some gates and eventually, uh, you get to a point where you find the car, but you also realize that there is a, uh, a, 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 this big red generator that's creating a lot of energy that's making, uh, the soldiers stronger. You know, it's, it's an amplifier. Uh, you can
0: see this while you're out in the area. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Like, in the open world. Yeah, and yeah. plus,
1: as you get near
2: it, you kind of have a red tinge that tends to go across the lens flare, almost.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it definitely wants you to notice that this thing's here, and I think the characters mentioned it pretty early, like, on the approach because you can see it from outside. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's destroy that thing. <laughs> uh, so you head off in that direction and there's a bunch of troops. There's one of the mechs that we fought earlier there and there is uh, the actual the generator the the thing that's summoning the stuff and you fight there and you get a prompt to uh, bring in Rama to obliterate the uh, the beacon or the node or the energy what I forget what the exactly they call it and you know basically Rama is like fucking a thousand feet tall floats yeah. in with his staff and just brings down a lightning bolt that just melts the entire ground like it it float it like burns like lava for like a couple of minutes and it looks super good oh yeah and it's got my tv
0: has like uh the brightness is auto detecting and it is so bright my tv gets so dim it is almost impossible to see (laughs) what i like
2: is it actually has like the sparks from like not just lightning but extra sparks when it hits and they yeah. just kind of linger. It gets a very nice, like high, like
0: very high res look to it. So, like when you do this in the field, you will get like it will kill every dude that you are fighting and a bunch of dudes you weren't fighting. You'll just get way more like items than you should because just dudes for like miles are ruined. Yeah, you, yeah. Kill,
2: you kill the enemy you're fighting, the enemy you're not, the wildlife, the vegetation, the ground, the earth that you. So nothing will ever
0: grow here again
1: it should totally murder your squad mates but oh well it doesn't
0: uh, oh it's like drones you kill the enemy you're fighting and a bunch of enemies you're no, not no, no uh-huh. see they're they're
1: all wearing rubber so it works <laughs> uh yeah so they you destroy the thing you know i had trouble trying to trigger this cuz like it takes longer than you think to hold down the button before he shows up for some reason like i i kept seeing like press l2 to to summon rama i'm like cool and i would press i would flick it and i'd be like nothing's happening Nothing's happening. What the hell? So I fought for another like three or four minutes before I got it to trigger.
0: That's what the yellow triangle means. It means hold.
1: It doesn't give me a yellow triangle.
0: There's a little yellow triangle on top of the LT probe.
1: You know what? I didn't notice that because I was also fighting stuff. I was just like, I I saw Rama and L2 and went, cool. And it
0: didn't. They also want you to need to make space in order to do it. Mm. Like point warp somewhere. That's weird. That's
2: why it doesn't work sometimes.
0: Yeah, if you get like hit or stuff, it's like doing the uh, rings charge move, is that enough damage or certain size attacks will stagger you out of it. Yeah. So they want you to have to make space.
1: Yeah. And anyway, so we've destroyed you've destroyed the uh the the amplifier, and you're heading back to the car, and you run into Ravis, and Ravis is really pissed off that uh you exist, you're there. That's about the only reason I could figure out. He's just mad, mad at you, generally. Yeah, and, like, they, they go back and forth, and he's like, oh, what happened? Like, you're basically saying, like, oh, I deserve to be king of this land. It's like, no, why would you, why would that be true?
0: <laughs> Joke's on you, Arden, deserves to be king. Uh,
1: and Arden shows up, speaking of the devil, and says, uh... You should edit that out. That's spoilers for the end of the game. I, I'll, I'll edit that out. Well, you mentioned it. you mentioned <laughs> it in an earlier episode, anyway. Uh, <laughs> whatever fucking this plot is awful it's not very good he, he basically says uh Ravis uh you don't you don't get the fight sorry oh by the way we're just gonna pull out now uh bye <laughs> and it's like we okay so we just this entire thing was like pretty high energy I enjoyed it all the way through and then they're just like you know what none of this matters so we're just gonna stop why don't we just like, we're just going to pull out all our troops. We're just going to leave. We're going to stop bothering you, which doesn't actually happen.
0: So it's worth noting, by the way, that Ravius Ravis does a uh, a warp strike into Gladio and absolutely bodies him.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went up against so Gladio specifically. Ravius,
0: Ravius is doing Lucy Eyes shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: Well, it's because they don't call attention to the fact that it's warp strike shit until later. Mm, Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Anyway, so the the crew gets their car back and they said, oh, we got to go back to Listalam pick up uh, Iris, and then we're going to head to Kayim to get on a boat. Uh, Which is hilarious because everybody forgot that Dino said he would get us a boat.
0: And instead, we spend hours doing other things to get a different boat.
1: You know, I forgot to go check on Dino. Well, he calls you on the phone
0: later and says, yo, fam, what's up? So we arrive at Lestalem, Iris apologizes for not getting to Kayim, and uh, apparently the Empire showed up while Noctis was gone, and they killed Jared, and I had to look up who that was, because he is very unmemorable. Uh, Jared is the old guy, apparently.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is, they they tried, like, this is so weird. Everybody talks about
0: it for like an hour, like, you know who Jared is. Not not in King's Not in the anime. Never has any dialogue for you when you talk to him, and no one says his name more than once before this point.
1: Yeah, like him him and Talcott were like always together when you first meet him in Listalum. And when you're going back and forth about finding the finding the uh the whatever the weapon in the uh, in the ice cave, they talk about it. But mostly you're paying attention to Talcott Jared's just kind of there. And like They kill him off- Yeah, they kill him off-screen and try to get Pathos out of it, and then they kind of, like, only half-sell that it mattered later on. It's like, they didn't even- They could have done something (laughs) with
0: it. And Talke is upset that he couldn't do anything. Didn't say, I'm upset that Jared's dead. Just upset I couldn't do anything about it. Yo,
2: like- I'm just happy that they didn't use this to cast another female to kill.
0: Yeah, that, that would be bad jokes on you jared's like an 80 f to m uh, mm. Mm, mm. so anyway mm. noctis says he's gonna swear noctis swears revenge Talcott seems into it and that's the end of the chapter yep and then we go to chapter six. Oh,
1: way forward
2: we open the chapter with a dream of noctis fighting dozens of imps on a bridge and storming a base the crowd concrete of the base collapses and he awakes it's actually like a very like something out of twin peaks
0: yeah, because yeah, the concrete collapses and then it, when
1: as he falls through, it looks like it was like a wood floor. Or like underwater or something like it, it looks really, it looks really cool. And then I realized that I had seen this uh, as an E3 trailer. And so it just really is just kind of stuck in here for no reason.
2: Yeah, but you can say that about a lot of part of this next chapters.
0: It, that That is true. Oh, you mean like this whole game? it's no, very much specifically this whole game. Between six and
2: chapter six and nine.
0: Yeah, you spent all the... Uh, uh-huh. This is
2: fetch... Th- th- this is, like, what happens when you try to make a 60-hour game out of 20 hours.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, what if we did this other thing? Like, no. If you keep saying no to all of the distractions on the way to Kaem, it's hilarious because there's one, like, every quarter of a mile it's very, yeah. for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we we get in the... Oh, actually, no, Phil. You should go ahead. And All right. So, time skips several
2: days, and Gladio tells us he can't let uh, Iris go alone, and we need to drive her to Kaim with us to meet Cindy and Cindy. who are fixing up a boat for us. Uh,
0: they should not have called them both that, and then talk to the talk about them both in the same sentence. That is not good.
2: Right. Iris is by the Regalia. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <What, laughs> go, go. Okay.
0: No, it's not Sydney. <laughs> I thought it was
2: Sydney. It's Cindy.
1: It's is Cindy. it Sidney? have I been doing this wrong this whole yeah, time? Yeah, she's named after the Magic sister, you dick. Oh, I thought he was just like, this he's is a female after... Sid, therefore it is Sydney. He's in,
0: named after the artist who did girls who want to have fun. Sid and Sydney would be even more
1: hilarious because he's like, I'm going to name you after me, but the girl version. That's what I thought it was this entire time. It, my God. Who names this... their, well, who names their grandkid? I just got Madala, Mandala. Good <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> Mandala effect. What a power move. What a power move. Well, it's probably her parents who, uh, spoiler, we find out are dead. Uh, of, course they, of course they're <laughs> dead. Now, now, they're named
2: Sid with an S. I D and Sidney. Uh, Sidworth.
1: I swear to God, Sid-word. I thought it was Sidney this entire Sid-word time. I, tentacles. It, oh, God. No. No. Please. Iris is by the regalia, and
2: t- talking to her gives us a point of no return warning.
0: Sorry. Her mom's name is Sid. <laughs> Sid. Uh that's pretty good uh, uh, Sid exerts undue influence Over this family
1: uh, uh.
2: There's a Oh um, man uh, I got a story but I don't want to read it on the podcast
0: uh, we <laughs> We'll put it in the audience you should. <laughs>
2: the first porno <laughs> I ever watched was called Cinderella but it was with an S <laughs> Oh that's pretty good Anyway we I uh, Oh I
0: get yeah. it <laughs> oh, oh. God <laughs> well, damn
2: it Chris Damn it, Chris!
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to think about it longer than I thought I should.
2: I got it when I first heard it, and I was 14, so
0: <laughs> I was like, "Are they lighting her on fire? What's up with these cinders?" And then I was like, "Oh, <laughs> never
1: mind." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Look, Thank look, you. Phil,
1: Phil. Like he, Chris is not, you know, trained I'm not in the,
0: very smart. I'll be trained honest. in
1: the way of the pun, not like we are, right? <laughs> Uh, he's not a pun slinger, I know. He's not um, a pun slinger. So
2: it, Iris is by the regalia, and take talking her gives a point of no return warning. We agree to go and hit the road to Cape Cayam. There's some chit chat on the way. They really want you to care about Jared, which you know didn't work. You don't. No. You don't because after he did that thing in YouTube. Uh, Part way there, the game makes us go. Makes a stop to go <laughs> infiltrate another base. We have to climb yep. the tower first. So Ignis devises a plan. We're going to capture a commander splitting into two teams.
1: Mm-hmm. Prompto and
2: Gladio go create a diversion while Ignis and Nock capture the commander. So both follow close, but not too close and a stealth mission. So have fun with that. It's, it's terrible, but it's easy. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all you do
0: is you fucking point warp like 50 feet ahead of him and then wait for him to catch up.
2: On rafters, so you're not even encountering anybody. Occasionally yeah. you might be able to kill somebody.
1: Yeah, it's it's really bad and it feels really it, it just loses so much weight considering we just did in a much better version of this. With the car. Yeah, getting the car that, that wasn't better. That was just different.
0: I we think it's a lot saw. better than this. It's better because it's scripted to feel cool, at least. Like, a guy saying, hey, you gotta go over here, and this one's just like, I don't know, fuck it, hang out, I guess.
1: Yeah, and, like, God forbid you you try to warp strike somebody, and you think that the guy is facing the other way, or, or like, they hear you, and then you, it fails and you have to reload, which takes forever, at least on PS4. But at least Ugh, this one, get you, you get a little bit of flavor dialogue with,
2: you know, hearing him talk to the commanders and stuff, not just or hearing the commander talk, not just hey, I'm driving a car, Driving yeah. a car, prompto bitching. Driving a
1: car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is uh what, Caligo? I forget his exact role commander Caligo. He's, he's complaining.
2: A, he's a middle manager.
1: Yeah. And he's complaining a lot about this uh mercenary named uh Highwind that we'll we're about to meet. Yeah, so like we were told, Okay, after we capture the guy, we're like, Oh, I guess we should go blow up the generator because there's another generator here. So you go and you blow up the generator, it's not as cool. And uh, you find out that Caligo escapes, so it made this whole thing completely pointless. <laughs> also, it's very hilarious if
0: you're on New Game Plus because Ignis says, "I'm gonna go catch him. I'm gonna go give him to the hunters," and then like 30 seconds later, he's like, "He got away, sorry."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's real bad. Uh, and uh, but on your way out, um, you get uh, attacked by a very chesty lady dragoon who jumps down Hell from yeah. off screen and we start a, uh, a boss battle with uh, Aranea Highwind. Just a Dragoon is a uh, really good stage name, by the way. Yes, it is.
0: Tell me about this fight. You have to tell me about boss fights because uh, I don't do them.
1: I mean, I didn't really find like uh, that much of this fight other than like she, she jumps, obviously she's a Dragoon. That's what they do. So like, she'll go up in the air and uh, basically, the game wants you to block and parry this move, and I found it kind of hard to light it up, because I'm trying to just, you know, warp strike her and, like, hit her down, and, like, half the time I'm warp striking up into the air, and we're missing each other, and it's just really lame. It's very funny, when you, there's
0: a, you could fight her, there's, like, a level 99 version of this fight, uh-huh. at your, uh, campsite, eventually, and you can, like, warp strike into the air so high up eventually that when you run out of warp strikes, you just immediately die on impact.
1: It's very good. <laughs> okay, that's that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, she's, at some point she says, oh, uh, you know, once you get her health down, she's like, oh, my time's up. Uh, I'm off the clock. I don't fight when I'm off the clock because I'm, I'm a mercenary. That's what I do. I respect that. I immediately closed my computer no matter
0: what I'm doing at five o'clock. I could be talking to my boss and just gone. She's part of the uh,
1: mercenary union. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, she's got her uh, 40-hour work week locked in. Yeah. Great. Yeah.
2: What what are they going to do? I mean, they're already taxed and
1: resources. What are they going to do? Send somebody off to kill her? (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know why this character exists, really. But uh, at least not at this point. I don't know if it matters by the end of the story. Nope. No. After this fight, we get we get warped back to where Iris is. We crash at a motel. Uh, in the morning, we get a phone call from Dino, if you we mentioned Dino earlier.
0: We did mention Dino. Uh, he
1: asked us to come back to, um, I, what is it, Golden Key to talk to him. And we say, fuck it, because that's on the other side of the map, but we're not doing it. So we start heading to Kaim again. And at this point, we get another stop on the car ride to go to Malmalam Thicket and visit a royal tomb for another royal arm. Uh which I did. Uh, I Phil, did you do this? I think I did. I don't remember. Yeah, it's like you go up into this uh wooded area, there's like a river, uh there's a bunch of crabs, there's some like big bug dudes you gotta fight. Uh yeah, and at I the don't top. Remember. Okay. So you... it's a campsite on the way there, but you get up to the top in this um this opening and there's a banderstatch there who is this big scaly, like very monster hunter looking thing and you fight him, and what you, what you really want to do is, like, warp strike him in his, uh, in his tiny legs, because he's got, like, like little T... What, not T-Rex legs, what do you... He just, you know, he's got these tiny little legs.
0: If T-Rex arms were legs. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. It's like little, little chicken legs. Uh, you hit him in the leg, he'll fall over, he'll be vulnerable, you whack him a lot, he dies, and you get uh, another royal arm. I don't remember which one, it's not important. And further um, on... He- oh, okay,
0: I know what we're talking about now. We're talking
1: about the Meldum Thicket. Yeah, yeah, this is the thicket.
0: God, why do I know, do I know what that's called? <laughs> I wonder what I forgot
1: in order to remember that. <laughs> uh, so, so we get back in the car. We get told to make another stop. This whole section of, of the game is very weirdly broken up and doesn't make a lot of sense. This is an MMO. Very MMO. It's very much, hey, while you're here, why don't we do a side, side quest that's kind of also not a side quest?
2: it's a it's a it's main story fetch quest
1: yeah it's very strange and so we we get offered to make a stop at uh larity seaside which is just a little seaside area there's not much to do over there there's
0: literally nothing to do it's just a named shoulder on the road Mm
1: -hmm. yeah you just pull the car over oh yeah i think that's the point where it looks like it's a little like stop-off point like i think i thought there was going to be something there and there wasn't and then you go on again and there's another spot where you can go down to the water and find a campsite and a good fishing spot.
0: Well, you know what is there though? That's where you fight a monster if you choose shrimp as the way to improve your perfect cup.
1: Which I did.
0: Yeah, this is where you fight the
1: shrimp. Hell yeah. That's a good fight. that's fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah, so we end up at Cape Cime. And uh so the almanac says about Am I the place really
0: gonna pay two fifty for a diet coke
1: like how big are we talking 12 ounces are we talking we're talking a can that's... no no
0: but it comes with my pizza order so i don't care
1: uh, what this
0: how is big is it how big is it i'm ordering pizza right now I'm H- how big water. is a
1: how big is a two liter like how much is a two liter
0: uh, i don't want to put one in the fridge
1: that's fair oh look you just drink it all read... then you don't have to put it in the fridge or you drink more than the uh can oh my one.
0: god dude <laughs> my god look look,
1: there's two of you and a kid like i don't have
0: space for that i'm already eating half of this pizza that says it serves five to seven adults my god well then you need a drink that serves (laughs)
1: five to seven adults you're right (laughs) it only makes
2: sense
0: can't win with that attitude
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh this is this is the content you crave here on pitch drop but I do love the idea of you
2: eating. Hey, I'm eating four pieces of pizza and a di- but a diet coke because I'm watching my weight.
0: All right, pizza is ordered. We can continue. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> you never see a thin person drinking diet coke. That's not true. I drink. I know. I drink Coke Zero. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Diet so, coke is in my picture. Coke Zero is better. Yeah. It is. Uh. Hi, y'all. Lightning Strikes Thrice is part of the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. If you like what you hear, please support the podcast and the other work we do by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop or go fun.me. Patron backers can enjoy rewards such as joining our Slack, voting for Being Jim Davis bonus episodes. And you also get to listen to Boku No Stop Premium where we're talking about JoJo's and also listen to uh, our Evangelion Rebuilds episodes. Thank you for listening, and back to the show. So anyway, the Almanac says about Cape Kaim, that it is a Promontory offering a sweeping view of the majestic sigillin i'm gonna say sigillin see this is why i edit these by the way (laughs) there's a lot of words about literally nothing. yeah the ocean beyond the cape connects lucius and accordo formerly serving as an important maritime trade route between the two countries as a result as relations between the two nations shifted and demons began appearing around the continent maintenance of the lighthouse that guided ships to shore grew difficult and the beacon on the rock soon showed no more Once warm and inviting, the cape at present feels cold and deserted. The caravans that rarely, very rarely grace the seaside parking lot are usually filled with adventurous anglers hoping to cast a coastal whopper or hungry hunters looking for a briny bite to eat. Is that like a regular whopper but with sea salt? Uh, That's a filet of fish. It's a filet of fish. I was
0: talking about the candy whoppers, you dick. (laughs) I thought we were talking about
1: the Burger King. That's what I went with, yeah.
0: No, oh. Oh, I forgot that's even a thing because no one eats at Burger King because it's fucking gross.
1: Well, I also listened to a podcast called No More Whoppers, so yeah. Why? Because it's funny. I, I just figured it's a uh, Burger King Whopper with Old day. Isn't the
0: premise of No More Whoppers just this is a podcast you can listen to? Yeah, the premise of all podcasts.
1: Yeah, it's Ray Barnhold and that's true. uh oh god, fuck, what's his name? Alex. uh... Crayoli. Yeah, they're mostly just fucking around talking about bullshit, but it, it comes out, like, so infrequently now that it's, like, not a big deal that it's in the queue. But it's fun. I've listened to it for shit, like, eight years now.
2: I'm, on a side note, Too this war, uh torn down White... light, uh, Torn down
1: Lighthouse. Is this the same Lighthouse from uh To the Moon? I don't know. I've not played To the Moon. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's funny. Yeah. I actually... I was at a wedding this week uh last weekend and uh To the Moon was part of the soundtrack like it was playing in the background during the meal. <laughs> the music from it, it.
2: It it's surprisingly good but it's Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like a uh, visual novel with little puzzles.
1: Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. The story's Anyway, good. otherwise the Cape is currently all but devoid of hum- human activity and that's what the almanac says. So we can move on.
0: <laughs>
1: mhm. Uh
0: that would have been three sentences if I had done that, Matt.
1: <laughs> you were the one who posted, like, three paragraphs last episode.
0: <laughs> oh, no. I only posted paragraphs of important things that tell you about a place. This is about a place that has nothing and tells you nothing about yeah. it. Yeah. Other than the light is broken and it used to not be.
1: It's a and cool lighthouse. Whoppers.
0: And there are Whoppers, apparently. Yeah. Everybody loves Whoppers. They're like, what, $5 at the movie theater? Too much. Buy them before you go.
1: Ugh. Uh. Those are the malt balls, right? Like the chocolate malt balls? Yeah. Yeah. Good. They're, they're bootleg milk duds. Milk duds are very different though.
2: uh,
0: Milk duds are awful. They get stuck
2: in your teeth. I don't want,
1: I don't want either one. I'm just saying that to piss off people. (laughs) <laughs> i like milk duds but they're terrible like they're terrible to eat they get stuck on your teeth so badly speaking of duds
0: we arrive at Khayyam and our favorite dud, cindy is here <laughs> we talk with her and iris runs off uh we need to help cindy get some parts so sid can finish fixing up the boat uh they have almost everything they need but some mithril uh she says talkit can tell us more about it so we ask him and he tells us it's near a lake Iris is standing there uh, listening to Talcott because she doesn't know how to mind her own fucking business. <laughs> and uh, she tells us she thinks he's talking about the Vesper pool. But the road down to it is under lockdown and it is another point of no return. And Gladio just says, I got some stuff to do. See you later. And then go- fucks off to be in the DLC.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it's very <laughs> funny how it this is- happens.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's just. I've got some stuff to do. Smell you later, nerd. And just.
2: I I got guy stuff. I I gotta go. I gotta be at the gym in twenty six minutes.
1: Yeah, it's so it's so weird considering that like his number one thing is I gotta be always protecting Noctis. So strange, uh, but so this starts chapter seven, party of three, and a cutscene starts where Luna Umber shows up with a message. The message from Noctis from last time. She this writes some stuff it. in it. Yep. Writes some stuff in it, sends Umbra off, and uh, I, I totally missed it. What These was it?
0: Cutscenes are so funny if you imagine it just says, Got it, where she just like very lovingly caresses the page and there's some soft piano music playing, and you just look at the page and it says, Got it. Joe
1: you know would be really funny if it just said, Uh, you up, <laughs> Netflix and chill. <laughs> So we're off in the car. We're getting to uh, the Vesper Pool to get the Mithril for the boat. Now, note that this Mithril is different than the Mithril shafts you may have found, which is uh, Yeah, because it's spelled with a Y. That's how you know. I thought the other Mithril was also spelled with a Y. It's not. No, those are spelled with an no. L-A. Weird. That's a weird thing. Yeah. That, that's a weird thing. It's <laughs> a, it's fucking it's stupid. A, is what you I'm mean. actually guessing. It's a localization error. Seems like it. So there are some minor blockades along the way with some soldiers. It takes, like, no time at all. Uh, And then we arrive at the quest marker, and, of course, Arden is standing there at the edge of the swamp. Love it. Yep. He he ribs the crew for Gladio not being there, and this is gonna keep happening until Gladio comes back. And uh, Uh he knows we're here for the mithril, and he leads us to the opening of the Vesper pool. But
0: does it give it to you? No. He says,
1: I thought you'd prefer to dig it up yourself. That way we can insert
0: another dungeon here.
1: Yep. And, uh, now, Now, to to be fair, if he was just trying to screw with you, I could seem like, eh, I ain't going in there for it. You do it. Yep. And guess who is there to meet us to be our fourth for this foursome? Cindy. Uh, No. No, it's Sid Vicious. No.
0: He transforms. It's It's his final form. John Cena? (laughs)
1: Aranea. Uh, Aranea.
0: Matt, you got to put in the music really loud and
1: clipping when when, when, when Matt says that. I am not going to, it's not going to be clipping. (laughs) Do an audio cry, Chris, I already, (laughs) I already put out a podcast with your voice on it. I'm already there. Oh. Uh, true? Anyway. So she tells, right, our is there. She's going to join us. She tells Arden, Oh, you're the new recruits he was talking about. And uh, she's going to be a party member and she's going to do a whole lot of jumping. It's going to be fun. The entrance doesn't open until nightfall. I got there at nightfall, so it didn't matter. So we just walked right in.
0: I got there at seven in the morning.
1: <laughs> Did they give you the I option to so... wait?
0: No! <laughs> you just stand there.
1: They did that like 20 minutes! They did that for Lightning Returns. They said wait until like 7pm or whatever.
0: Yeah, for the Sneak It In Special. I know, what a good game.
1: Uh the Sneak It In Special. That's such a good name for something that is not as hey, gross as it could hey, be.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, if you're like, okay, 7am, it's not like you're going to lose it's 12 not hours. Form of, special. It's not like you're going to lose 12 hours of in-game time where you have to like when you have a clock running. Yeah.
1: Thankfully time doesn't actually matter that much in this right. game. Anyway, My
0: time did! I was playing this all today!
1: Well, that seems like a you problem. Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> I decided to watch Attack on Titan all of yesterday, and apparently I missed it. It started, and I forgot. Is it good? It's catching up. Very good. Oh, dude. Latest episodes are unbelievably hype.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, all I know about about Attack on Titan is oh, that apparently... They
0: handle the thing you're about to say very well in the anime. Do they really? terribly, like in the manga.
1: Cause uh, apparently, what like the Jewish the Jews analog becomes like they are the monsters. Actually, what if the Jews were actually the Nazis?
0: Okay, well they're still the monsters, but uh huh. Yeah, it's just they become the monsters as a result of dark science experiments, and they have to like get injected with shit by the Nazis.
1: Yeah, that's terrible.
0: (laughs) Not good. Uh, and they slightly alter the story so that the main characters are descended from there instead of like just being randos who have to go kill the oppressor Jews.
1: Yeah. That's an improvement, I guess. It's very good, actually. Highly recommend. Alright. Anyway, so we go into the dungeon. So night, op- night
2: falls, the gateway opens up and we head in. The dungeon is mostly boring hallways and stairwells to start alongside the Sides of a large, long chasm in the middle. The chasm is roofless and looks up, showing the bottom of the water of the swamp, as though the dungeon is underwater, and like a glass-bottom tunnel or glass-top tunnel. Mm-hmm. While in the dungeon, Aranea tells the empire tells us the empire is capturing demons to make weapons out of. Eventually, we reach the bottom, but before we reach the bottom, there's a lot of like backtracking here because some of the uh, areas will actually crumble underneath you.
1: Yeah. As uh-huh.
2: And that's really annoying. Because then you have to, like,
1: oh,
0: try to figure out... Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. It, it doesn't crumble until you walk over it. But once you walk over it, it just starts cycling between cr- on the ground and
1: passable. Yeah, it
0: actually... Couldn't do that before you got there. Fuck off. Well, I'd like to know is
2: so we got this dragoon who can jump that can't get up there and help us up.
1: And uh, you can't also uh, point war past uh, past a gap either, I don't think. Oh, <sighs> I tried it. It didn't work. It's, yeah, it's one of those that, like, hey, deal with this
2: mechanic we thought up of and didn't really think of the implications of with the story. Anyway. Yeah. We reach the bottom and find a... Uh, what is it? Ketzalcoatl? Ketzal- Ketzal- I always pronounce it wrong.
1: Well, you find an iron uh, giant first. You run into an that, iron giant down Yeah, here. that's
2: when the thing crumbles, yeah. And those, yeah. Things, uh, those are actually pretty... I always
0: found the uh, fights pretty tough. You hold Y with the ring and it instantly deletes it back then before you get the ring.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a decent fight. I and what, I didn't find it like super challenging, but like I had to like be careful because it could just, you know, wreck you in a hit. Yeah. Lightning helps. Lightning does help. Um, I definitely told me new... about it.
0: I played a whole, I played a bunch of games about it. A whole and...
1: podcast about it too.
2: Yeah. A word literally on a podcast named after it. Let's move on. Uh, so we, we, <laughs> Kill the bird. We pick up the mithril, and Aranea tells us to watch our backs. The Empire's demon weapons are the magic magitech troopers.
1: Yeah, this entire time too, like there's a lot of oh wow, Aranea, you're you're really badass. Like oh well, thanks, I guess, Prompto. And they're, basically, they're trying to say like oh, this character is cool and good actually. And she even like by the end, she started to talk like you know what. I'm getting real sketched out about what the uh, the empires do, and I may just bail on all this. You and know, now that just...
0: I've said it all out loud within a span of five minutes, this might be bad, actually. Yeah,
1: it wasn't bad when we were like
2: doing bi- creating bioweapons, but uh-huh. now that I'm here with you guys, you guys aren't bad,
1: so. Yeah, and also, like, cut to, like, the whole rest of this trip to Kayim being, uh, or, you know, before we get on the boat, having um, oh, fucking Prompto be like, Ah, oh, Aranea. You think she'll leave the army? She's really cool. And then like the rest of the guys be like, oh, well now you have you're interested in two blonde women. Isn't that you gotta pick one, dude?
0: Is that even blonde? Isn't she blonde? No, she has like gray hair. She's got silver hair. All right. Platinum whatever. blonde.
1: There we go. Platinum blonde. <laughs> anyway, he's like like the, the two women that aren't Iris and Luna, who are, you know, all over uh all over Noctus, that Propto is like thirsty for real hard. But he's still smelling the letter. He is still... You're right! Where
2: did the letter go? Oh, uh, you don't <laughs> want to know. It's oh, crinkled no. and crumpled now. Oh, jeez. Anyway, we reach the exterior, and she offers us a ride back. And Ignis tells us Cindy left him a message, saying they need to see the... Was it the Externist Engineer in Lestalum to take care of the mithril yep. He to process it, because right now it's just raw ore. So we get Aranaid mm-hmm. to take us there. And that's, that's the end of that
0: chapter. That starts chapter eight seaworthy so we arrive at Exernus and Aranea drops us off we are tasked with fighting some demons inside the generator matt damons uh-huh inside the ge- <laughs> at the power plant and so now for- i have to
1: drop in that that line from uh, team america
0: oh that's like the same thing
1: matt Damon. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> in exchange
0: for holly treating the mithril for us a hunter went in just ahead of us and there are too many demons for one to handle the generator is unstable and we need to clear them out before it overheats and explodes we arrive and the hunter is waiting for us outside in another suit uh it is clearly gladio's voice and he tells us to hurry the fuck up mm-hmm. there's a power surge in the generator and we need to hurry and then the game let me summon ramu and nuke the fucking generator and killed all the demons. so mission accomplished i guess
1: that would have been cool. I wish I did that. It was very,
0: it was hilarious because he throws his giant <laughs> lightning spear through this like nuclear reactor. Lightning uh-huh. strikes, all the goblins die, and everything is fine, and they we just leave. Awesome. <laughs> Holly gives us our mithril, and everyone is so shocked that it was Gladio all along. And he uh-huh. has a huge forehead scar now, and all he has to say is, "You should see the other guy," which actually is funny.
1: Uh, I mean.
0: Like, is that funny if you've seen the DLC? <laughs> no, I laughed either way, but, the, but okay. spoilers, the other guy is Gilgamesh.
1: Oh, that is funny, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Yeah,
1: yeah but the, the, the scar is really fucking gnarly. <laughs> the scars on his face yeah. now.
0: Yeah. Oof. We head back to Cape Kayam again, and finally go to ride down the elevator to the boat when Umber shows up again. And Luna has written to us, uh, waiting for you and Altissa, and you respond with, got it. And finally, ride the elevator (laughs) down to this fucking boat we have been hearing about for like five hours. And even (laughs) Marshall is here to see Doctus off. Marshall uh, keeps you from actually getting on the boat longer by uh, telling you, I'm sorry I wasn't there when your dad died. And then Sid gives us a pep talk, the crux of which is, remember, those aren't your bodyguards, they're your brothers. Trust them always. And then uh, mm-hmm. we have to talk to Marshall again to get a magic flask. And then we get a cut scene as we pull out of the dock and uh, talk. It asks us to come back soon and uh, rule me
1: harder, daddy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like it's also a big thing that like what we find out very soon, like there's a picture of uh, Regis and Sid and a couple of other guys like with, as like uh, their Westcom? band of brothers, uh, Wescom, and there's like a fourth guy. I I don't remember it's Marshall, who that is. When he was younger, oh, that is Marshall. Oh, I thought Marshall was the Marshall, lot...
0: Wescom, Sid, and Regis. Okay,
1: right. okay, yeah. So like that was They're like the only their characters band of... in the game with a name. Who else could it be? I totally forgot that that Marshall. I thought Marshall Knicks. would be too young for that group, but uh... <laughs> but no, man, yeah, he's <laughs>
0: <immoral>. <laughs> Oh man, no. What if it was though? This is actually General Glauca. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that'd be very good. You know, what? Marshall looks like General Glauca. He really does. He he looks like the commander. Yep. Uh, but General when I, Butler. When I watched the movie after this, I thought it was him for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it basically it's studying this whole thing like, oh, they had their Band of Brothers trip. This is their, you know, Noctis' Band of Brothers trip. You should really care about your friends. The power of friendship is an important theme. Etc. But now they head to chapter nine, callings, and we're going to Altisha, which
0: Sorry the, uh, I, just of a, I just thought of taking an Obama poster that says hope at the bottom, but just making it hope hope space instead. Do it? I don't know. I just thought of that and was very tickled. Sorry, continue. You
1: should you should do that though. That's actually I would I would want it. I would get one of those. It's very funny. Sure. It's very funny. <laughs> Anyway, so Altissia, the almanac says uh, it is the capital city of Accordo Protectorate. Ah! Oh, God. Stop fucking with the thing, Chris. I didn't do it on purpose. Control Z. Control Z. Control Z. -Z. Okay. There we go. My
0: keyboard was right next to me. God. Uh,
1: The capital city of Accordo Accordo Protectorate, a league of towns located on an island south of the Lucian continent. Although under imperial control, uh, the city is afforded considerable autonomy, enjoying political, economic, and religious freedom. Legend has it that Leviathan sank beneath the Saluna Cascades and entered into a deep slumber after the War of the Astrals. For that reason, the Sea Goddess has come to be revered as the tutelary deity of the town. The Tide Mother's followers believe she takes many forms, fluid like the waves she controls, and have erected various statues in her various images. We forgot one thing. Before
2: you leave uh, uh, Nistallum... Yeah, you walk by the cup
1: noodles truck. Oh, this is where you get the cup noodles thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gladio's just like, "Hey, uh, cool job doing the reactor thing. Let's get some fucking cup noodles."
0: Hell yeah! Cup
1: noodles, yeah. Yeah, like sometimes I like
2: complain, but let's get some stuff with to go with it.
0: Oh, my two hundred dollars in anime has shipped.
2: It was like a actually a full side quest where you can choose, like, you pick what kind of meat you
0: want to put in, or what not meat, but what kind of ingredient you want to add to it dude like, we are gonna have to we're gonna have to fucking do a write-up on that may, maybe in the all right well, we'll yeah because are later. so many good lines where gladio just literally spits marketing copy at you oh yeah oh it's
1: it's some of the best noodles i've ever had
0: <laughs> Matt, did i send you the commercial of it where everything is fucking uh cup noodle themed like leviathan is in a giant cup of noodles <laughs>
1: Uh I saw the picture of Leviathan in a cup noodle oh, which is it's so very good. good. <laughs> I got to uh, put that in the show notes now.
0: We should watch it right now and then put it in the show notes. All
1: right, let's do it. All right, let me find it.
0: Uh
2: cup noodle 15. You know it was originally cup noodle versus 13.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the fucking cups on the car.
0: Very good. That's <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> the part I where just love... like it summons the Arniger and there's just like all these bits of fruit on it. So good.
1: I no, I I like, like the bit where uh, Regis comes down and like touches cup. the... Yeah, like <laughs> Regis is just like, my son. <laughs> my tasty, tasty son. Gross. <laughs> uh, he's full of shrimp, Chris. Anyway.
0: <laughs>
2: where were we? Uh, we were at Back to back to Alticia. So the chapter opens on a cutscene in Alticia. Ravis is standing outside a palace in the rain, and Arden is there as well. Arden is there as being and being a dick. That's no surprise. But the gist is the empire is the empire is there to kill Leviathan for Luna Freya's sake, as the covenant could kill her. Mm-hmm. We are riding in the boat while Sid dries. We hear about Leviathan. There's a lot of puns, and Noctus tries to play down being stoked about Luna. Quad reiterates that we need the ring more than anything. Ravis is super strong now, and they're not sure why. He appears to get some of the Lucian power from the his encounter with the ring and wielding
0: Regis's sword. That's not in the text. Mm-hmm. I just assumed that because they don't know about the thing that happened in King's Blade. And
2: yeah, they are mentioning he's wearing it, and they don't know what happened to his arm, but...
0: Oh, no, he's yeah. not wearing the ring. No, no, he wore the ring, but he's wearing the sword. Did they mention that? How would they know that? They, they did mention, his mention his the sword.
1: I think yeah, they mentioned his arm. Sword. Yeah, That's yeah, was... yeah. Sid says something to the to the effect of he's he's carrying King Regis's sword, but uh, doesn't dare wield it. Yeah, yeah. So Sid talks
2: about how hard it is to be a noble. <coughs> he also told us some stuff about Sidney's yeah white white privilege. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He also told noble us some stuff privilege. about Sidney's backstory, but I was <laughs> but I wasn't listening because I didn't care. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, parents Sorry, died. Sorry,
0: I prepared hard these notes. There's some heavy editorializing yeah. in here. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, basically, Cindy's <laughs> parents died, and she used to be very sad, and now she's a happy, bubbly, go-getter. So yeah, good she, for her, she I guess. B-
2: overcame her parents dying. Yeah. Yeah. Suck on that, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he uh, fixes
0: things too. He fixes society. He fixes their <laughs> spines, spinal realignments. Uh huh. Uh huh. He's a great chiropractor. Hey, he sends them to the asylum to get fixed.
2: Uh Uh-huh. We are there to see uh, uh, Wescom at the Mago
0: when we arrive in order to see the lodge. I do like that they riff on how dumb of a name for Bar this is. He's like, I think it's the Magoo.
1: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Because he's like, he hasn't been there in like 40 years.
0: Uh, But it is just also them taking a dump on this dumb fantasy name, which I like.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, also, like, I don't know if this got mentioned before, if this is something that happens otherwise, but, like, Sid, like, he talks about Regis a lot and is, like, clearly cared about Regis a lot, but since he left the city, like, some odd years after they came back, uh, they he never went back and they never saw each other again. Yeah, they haven't seen each other for, like, 40 years, he says. Yeah, and then, like, they kept in touch and whatever, but I guess that that was about it. So... It's kind of this weird, sad thing that just kind of happened. Yeah, we have friends drift apart. I guess.
0: Sid is a better character than Noctis. Absolutely. Well, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt. Like, uh... Yeah, uh, it, it's funny, because Sid's just... He's definitely very much, like, Appalachian-style hillbilly. Like, like, some of the lines he says, like, when he has got nothing else to tell you, is like, stand up straight, boy! And it's like, whoa! At least he's got like some character to him. Yeah, but 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 sometimes you kind of have to
2: expect him to go and like talk about kids these days, and mm-hmm. you know they're taking our
0: jobs.
1: Yeah, it could have it could have gone a very different way. Oh yeah.
0: man! Uh, Imagine when we're boomers and we complain about the kids eating our jobs. Oh I mean, please, there ain't
2: going to be any jobs left.
0: It'll be the worst.
1: Mm-hmm, the internet mm-hmm. generation will be the worst boomers. It's going to be, man, it's going to be weird. Anyway, so as they're driving, uh, they eventually get into radio range of Alticia, and they hear that uh, Luna uh, will be given a speech to announce the uh, reason reasoning for awakening the Hydrian, which is, that's the other name. There's like so many names for Leviathan.
0: It's just and that they keep saying that, so you don't know it's Leviathan, so you'll be stoked that it's Leviathan.
1: Yeah, it was the Hydrian or the Tide Mother or this, that, whatever. Um, they're gods. They're just the, gods. They're, they're gods. It's the water god. Oh, shit. We're getting Dagon stoked. We finally arrive at Altitia, and it's the scene getting into Altitia is fucking gorgeous. It's fine. I think it looks really great.
2: Oh, I, th- I think it looks good. It's kind of an interesting prospect where, or idea where you have a canal that goes there, but playing through the second time, I was like, this can't be very good for
1: shipping lanes. No, it is. It definitely doesn't make any logistical sense. It just looks really cool. Like, which this is most part of the series. ocean
0: is somehow below sea level is how it works.
1: Yeah, it's like there's a there's like um, levees. Yeah, there's like levees and there's like different levels of water and there's some falls going in between except, them. It, except the levees go up to sea level where the canal
0: starts. So the other part of the ocean is just magically below sea level. They've yeah. got it packed with a Leviathan.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not going to mm-hmm. put this out of the
2: rubble. But should thing. raise the water level.
1: <laughs> so the uh, yeah, this uh, it, it looks very cool. It's got a very Greek cool. like from here. It like looks like very Greek to me, like classical Greek. I hate this and then, what, so much. But once you get I, in, I, yeah,
2: it's. I actually thought more like Roman, uh, Roman, oh
1: uh, aqueducts. Yeah, it definitely has the aqueduct thing as well. Yeah, you know same idea though. same idea same rough period uh although like once you get into the city it's very much a like as a chris has here a paris meets venice cuz you definitely have the venetian gondola <laughs> gondola boats that you have to take between areas that just waste time <laughs> boo it's very bad <laughs> they exist to cover load screens for your shitty console and they're not even like it's not even a big area, is the, the crazy thing about it. I think Lestalem well, it's really is bigger.
0: Dense. It's dense. It's, yeah. it's because it wants to load and unload a bunch of shit out of memory,
1: so it can keep it really dense. Yeah, thankfully you can skip these, and look even at though a it's still... Dead. Look at a loading screen instead. That's shorter. So yeah, you, you get it, and you have to go through Immigration... <laughs> Well, before you
0: even get in, a guy stops your boat and says, do you have a permit? And Sid whips out the one from fucking
1: 30 years ago. And the guy's just like, this looks old. Whatever. Cool. And like, Sid's like, oh, glad that works. But it checks out. Uh Uh-huh. It's very papers, please.
0: No, it's very, very like old person. Why wouldn't you honor this receipt from 40 years ago? There's no expiration on it. No expiration still counts. I
2: don't care if the coupon's only for five cents off.
0: Did anybody let Sid do this, by the way? The
1: immigration part?
2: No, I I didn't. I had uh, Ignis do yeah, it. Yeah, he got kind of confused. Okay. You know, he tried to bluff it and it didn't work.
1: Yeah, so like what happens is you get off the boat. Sid gives you the keys to the boat, which I don't know what you do with it. I and guess you just it says, ride it back. I cannot drive it this time. Thanks. Yeah, man. that
0: was <laughs> Yeah, that was the <laughs> other thing. I remember that. I was like, what? Why? Why do you even give it to us if you can't use it? Also, you can't save here because it'll break the scripting. And I really wanted to go to bed last night. You <laughs> can. So what happens when you, you backtrack? You can't save wait... until you go through immigration, right? But yeah. I mean, like for the boat, like actually using the boat, uh, you get to drive the boat after you do negotiations,
2: right? Yeah, so it's not a complete waste.
1: No, but, but I don't know what you use it for besides. I, I guess you you'd travel sure back fishing. and forth, or fishing. Oh, okay. Yeah, fishing makes sense. Yeah, so you have to go through immigrations. You either can be the one to to lie about it. You can have Ignis do it. You could have Sid do it. Uh, Ignis says, "Oh, we're here on a culinary trip. We're chefs," and the guy's just like, "Okay, sure." I don't know what but, happens if um. So if you have Sid do it,
2: he tries to do it, and then you kind of end up having to pay. Like he he basically pays for it, and you have to pay him back. Okay, he bribes the guy. Yeah, uh, I don't bribes know him, you have to
1: pay him back. I wonder if like does Noctis have an option to do something? I forget. It's probably just like he, he tries to make something up and sounds like an idiot, and probably the same deal. Probably bribes the guy anyway. Yeah, so we head take a gondola to Mago and Wescom Mar a Lago. Mar-a Lago. And Wescom is behind the bar, recognizes the crew There's immediately. A Chris, there's a black person serving. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> my dude. Uh don't, don't let me forget to deport that guy. <laughs> uh was there, uh, yeah. That's finished just
2: washing the tables.
1: Yeah. yeah so Wesco Wesco is behind the bar. He he is a man of color. Uh he is dressed very dandily and uh he rules. I like his voice a lot, his voice actor a lot. We chat with him a bit and he tells I like us that he's a, not a stereotype. He's not a stereotype, yeah. Yeah, he's very yeah. Like a rare case where that's actually fine. Yeah, exactly. So he tells <laughs> and then us a
0: about comes out of his hair.
1: That would be man, that would be that'd be a callback. That would be the <laughs> worst. Uh so Altitia he tells us about the political situation, which is that they are independent, but the uh Empire has uh free military access to and from. Uh, so he said, oh, there's, there's soldiers here. You gotta be careful. If you, you can ask him a bunch of questions. If you ask about the empire, we find out that Ravis is there and the people suspect that they want to kill Leviathan. Uh, when we ask about Leviathan, he says the government will soon open the altar to the tide mother, but they're also frantically stocking, uh, stockpiling provisions. So it seems as though they expect Leviathan to cause a lot of damage and, and chaos. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yeah, so after we're done speaking with Wescom, the first secretary of Altitia, uh, Camelia Claustra, arrives, and she is very much like, like, I describe her as, like, Hillary Clinton, but with, like, big Meryl Streep energy. She's very, or, like, devil. devil's wear Prada Meryl Streep. But it's definitely supposed to also be Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she tells us that uh, they have Luda under care. I
0: really love Hillary Clinton.
1: Wait a minute. When when was this game released? 2017? Uh, 16? 16 or 18, depending on your version. Uh, yeah. Worldwide
2: uh, late are 16 2016. US. So it was already, by the time the election happened, it was already in production, or like already printed. Yeah, so. I wonder if they were expecting
1: a different result. Hmm. I mean, like. I mean, you could also say, like, she's got some, uh, a a little bit of Merkel, but not a lot of Merkel in there. That's true. I I, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. She's very no nonsense. She has a very, like, low pitched affect to her voice. Very sort of, very measured. Anyway, to summon the Tide Mother. Mm hmm. Luna's in their care. The Empire's demanding they release her. She doesn't want to do that unless they're going to get something out of it. So she wants to treat Noctis as the current King of Lucis, which he basically is. He's not been coronated, I guess. But uh, he says, uh, come to my state, and we'll talk stuff over. And he tells us the, we should get a...
0: The implications of that are that's why I wrote it down specifically, right? She does not want to talk to you as the person you are related to yep. who has a marriage interest in Luna. Uh, she specifically wants to engage with you diplomatically like nation
1: state to yep. nation state. Yep. And uh, we're told to get a uh, room for the night and then we go to sleep. When we wake up, Gentiana is in the lo- library, library. Gentiana lobby. is in the hotel lobby and uh, she gives us our dog time travel powers through Umbra. So basically whenever you go to a place you can rest you have now the option to call Umbra which will send you back into the past to prior to going to Alticia, so you can do a bunch of uh, you can go back and do side quests when the plot would not allow you to do that. There are several world states you can ch- go back to. Uh, this is basically
0: useless until the end of the game. Because, yeah. like, nothing gets cut off.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's a... I, I, I had heard about this uh, before playing this game, so it wasn't, like, a very what-the-fuck, but it is very weird. It's a it's a weird workaround, but, I mean, it's Here's fine. your dog that can mag- somehow cross the ocean by himself and also travel through time. Yeah, but uh most importantly, when you call Umbra, you can uh, ask him for some paw. And he'll give you some paw. Yep. It's adorable.
0: Wow, you're doing drugs with your dog? What? <laughs> you give your dog that's slang? No.
1: <laughs> just okay. being an idiot. Uh alright. Anyway. Yeah, so now we go ahead to the estate uh, for what is called the summit. We get to talk with Klaustra. Uh, yeah, this is basically the G2 Summit. And it's basically this dialogue box. I wouldn't call it like, like a boss battle or just That's this they little navigation. They yeah, they present it like a boss very battle. Very serious. I like this a lot, actually. I'm very into this kind of stuff. Like, It, it feels a lot like... Um, of course you are, Matt. You yeah. love Norms. S- <laughs> uh but it's like also norm a,
2: mcdonald norm peterson
1: but it, it's kind of norm mcdonald's pretty good except for some parts of he's the, actually playing here we are uh, like performing here soon september <laughs> cool yeah he he's a little he's a little too old for some things but you know whatever he's been funny for a long time <laughs> yeah no also uh it's very much reminds me of like the the dialogue uh negotiations in like DSX, what little I played of the first CSX reboot, which was fun. And so basically, you're just trying to show Did you that, get that as a gift? Uh no, I did buy it. I did ask for it. Damn it, asshole! I knew what you were doing. <laughs> I saw right through it.
0: <laughs> uh I felt so smart for
1: making my joke one step removed, unlike usual. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't just come up and say, did you ask for it? So when you're talking with her, you get three options to respond. And she's her whole thing is, you know, there's going to be a lot of damage. We're worried about our people. I don't like I don't really care about Luna. I don't really care about you. I just want to, you know, make sure shit goes down the best it can. And the way to, like, get the most points out of this is to just show a lot of concern for her people and just show a lot of deference and be very respectful. You have some really funny options though to like, you know, when she asks, like, hey, so did you know what happened with Titan? And, and there's like uh one of the options be cheeky, and it's like, he got up and we killed it and we fought him. Done. There's one where it's like uh <laughs> she's showing concern about like the the collateral damage and like feign apathy is one of the options to pick, which is like really good. <laughs> like, it's not just be apathetic, it's feign apathy. So it's fake. <laughs> you actually care, but you want to pretend that you don't. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Don't be a teenager. Got it. And the funniest one is, like, the very last one where she says, if things go badly, there's going to be, like, there's going to be retribution. And you have the option to, uh like, say, oh, we understand. uh Or, say, threaten back and be like, yeah, well, uh, or shit will go bad for you, or number Gun three em. is stay, s- or, or number three is stay silent, and if you stay silent twice, you actually get the most points, <laughs> which is the, like, it's not even just that I understand you have to protect your people or I understand, but like fuck you, we're real strong like, or like we'll, we'll stand up to your bullshit if you do it like, the best option is just to be like I'm not gonna say anything very funny Uh, The only difference you get in this is a little dialogue box that says how much respect you got out of... uh, How much respect you got out of Klaustra. Like, she'll say uh, either, like, oh, uh, I got a lot of confidence from these talks. Uh, You're a lot like your father. Or, you know what? You're very much not like your father. I wonder what kind of king you are. And the only actual, like, tangible difference is that you get a different number of Oracle Ascension coins, like, between one and four. That's it. (laughs) Or...
2: Yeah, Oracle Ascension coins—the commemorative coin of this world.
1: Yeah, I, I don't even know what they're for. Am I supposed to sell them? No,
2: you buy a pa- you buy a bunch of them on uh, Home Shopping Network, and then they collect dust, and then oh, you, uh, and then when you die, you pass them down to your relatives, and they hate you for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, look, the stock exchange goes up all, up and down all the time. Sometimes you just need gold. You know, it's the most secure asset.
2: Join my website, cash for oracle Okay, so you ask her if uh, holding Luna is a risk, and she agrees it is, and says they might let her go to you, and asks why the Oracle seeks to awaken Leviathan. We tell her that she wants to entreat Leviathan to grant us its blessing, and Camellia is very worried about the chaos that could ensue. Camellia tells us the Empire is mobilizing their troops, and it will likely come to war, and Noctis suggests that's how it is and she needs to be practical and choose what she wants to protect. She agrees and tells us that in exchange, we must help her evacuate her people. Mm-hmm. We agree, she tells us once, the right is initiated, we are on our own, and must deal with the Empire ourselves. Should harm come to her people, there will be a reckoning for both Noctis and Luna. Mm-hmm. The Empire, of course, no. The Empire is bringing four warships in, we should prepare for a full-scale battle with four people. Negotiations end, and you get a reward based on how you pay. We yep. you get a, Time skip to the day of the right. Mm -hmm. Fade up on us, taking an unbelievably long, unskippable dialogue with the boys taking. With the boys taking them, talking amongst themselves. Ignis tells us we must prevent the Empire from harassing Leviathan, which seems like an impossible task, given that Noctis will not yet have her power, and the squad will be doing evac.
1: Yeah, they specifically say, like, uh, Claustra specifically says, we need three of your people to help with the evacuation which is like hmm uh i guess sid could help out what's sid doing another let's see there's sid there's uh
2: the guy at mago and there's the uh warden yep perfect three people there we go just go to send the boat got we got the boat go back get the old fucks and bring them back Uh uh-huh they can't retire yet uh ignis suggests the best thing we can do is help leviathan help herself like with titan the empire will likely try to mobilize titan with the harpoon ropes and if, and if set her free from them she will have a fighting chance i get it yeah yeah basically chop off the you know chop the uh, harpoons to prevent it from
0: uh, do this thing that doesn't come up at all yeah it yeah. doesn't happen which is weird We go to a scene of Camellia talking to Luna Freya and she says if things go poorly, she can just throw the harpoon into the sea and she tells Luna that she will be releasing her to the Empire, which is necessary if she hopes to forge a covenant. Uh, Luna agrees and the doors fly open and Magitek troopers rush in surround her, pointing guns at her head.
1: And then she just like brushes one aside and just walks out. (laughs) Yeah. It's just okay.
0: Then we go to another scene of hundreds of people gathered in front of a podium uh, Lady Luna Frey is about to give a speech and perform the rite. She talks about how light is leaving the world, and more and more people are afflicted with the Scar Scourge. Uh, she talks about Lucis' des- destruction, but asks the world to hold out hope as the gods are looking out for them. By the gods' blessings, they will be saved by the King of Light, and she will not rest until darkness is dispelled and light restored. Also, I'm gonna unleash Leviathan, so good luck,
1: fam. And uh, Noctis is in the crowd, by the way, and they see each other. Uh, so they they know each other's there. This the last interaction sucks. with your dead
0: girlfriend is a, a head nod.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like listening
0: to Cory Booker talk.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's very much like, like, it sounds extremely uninspiring if you were one of these crowd members, but then they all cheer anyway. I'm. You know what it is? It's, it's, it's very like listening weird. to Nancy Pelosi talk is what it really is. Uh watching the
2: execution at the first season of uh Game of Thrones. Still haven't watched Game of Thrones. That's why I didn't say what happened. Don't worry, you're not missing anything. Uh-huh. I who gets the guy you
0: think is the main character gets decapitated. Of course Come on,
1: spoilers man. What, John Snow? No. Is he? Yeah. He does. I know decapitated he decapitated later, actually. And he comes back, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Uh anyway. Gonna be heading towards the altar of the Tide Mother, and the I almanac says. Almanac
0: you don't what? even go here. Who cares? I mean,
1: you, you
0: kind
2: of go there. No,
1: you
0: don't.
2: You're there <laughs> in a cutscene. You don't go there.
1: Luna goes there. You just get. Anyway, away. ancient religious. Ugh. It is an ancient religious structure jutting out from the Saluna Cascades. The government has apparently taken a vested interest in safeguarding the shrine, forbidding all unorthodox... unauthorized access <laughs> or unorthodox access. <laughs> Uh, Well, while the shrine is now widely known as a place for showing reverence for the sea goddess Leviathan, its history is shrouded in mystery. The bollard-like poles posted around the altar suggest that the spot may have been used for mooring boats. Others postulate it may have been an astronomical observation point from which seafarers studied the stars to strengthen their celestial celestial navigation. And still others of us believe it was only put here for a plot purpose. yeah. Very much one of those things. Yep. Yeah. A place that wouldn't exist if not for a plot. Nope. After the speech, we get a call
0: from Ignis that the fleets have arrived and the operation is beginning. Luna goes to the altar and we hear a voice that asks, uh, not in English, who is bothering me. Very funny that I wrote the opposite. Who's bothering me? And Luna responds and Leviathan emerges. Uh, Leviathan is just generally hella rude and mad about stuff and threatens Luna a bunch. Noctis sprints Mm -hmm. off to engage the Empire and help Leviathan. Uh, We fight through the city as warships fly everywhere. And there are like mini Leviathans made of water attacking the Empire as well. Uh, It's generally cool as fuck. You kill like 30 dudes here.
1: I just ran by all of them, actually. D- did you?
0: Doesn't it make you kill them all before Croft uh, no. gives you a call?
1: No, no. If you just get to the other side of that uh, of that uh, arena, it just ends the fight. Hell yeah! So, yeah, because I'm just like, let me let me like target the furthest guy away. Let's warp strike him dead, and then just keep running, <laughs> and then like dodge a little bit, and it worked. So we get another scene. A Leviathan is mad that humanity forgot about
0: the gods and tries to attack Luna, who repels her with the spear. And says, Noctis will prove his worth. And Leviathan says, if not, she will devour all life. And Leviathan speaks the covenant. And walls of water rise up surrounding Altissia. And then we get a phone call from Prompto, who just urges us to jump off that cliff you're near. So we do it. <laughs> and we land on a hover bike being driven by her sweet boy. And we ride it for a while as the water leviathans attack you. You mm-hmm. approach the actual leviathan and point warp onto her cheek.
1: Yep. Noctis asks her for her power, and she throws you to the ground, and you get a new quest objective, which is to defeat Leviathan. I just and that's Le- a cool quest objective change. Yeah, it's it's neat. And then Leviathan destroys a huge part of the city, and it begins spiraling upwards like an anime. And you point warp along it to uh, somehow attack Leviathan. <laughs> so, like th- this part, like there are, there's a, it's a little arena. There's water at the bottom. There's a. A handful of structures you can point warp to, and I'm not sure exactly how you're supposed to be fighting oh. Leviathan. Because so you need to point warp up
0: high enough, do a warp strike against Leviathan, and then point warp to another piece of thing, and without falling into the water, or you take damage. Yeah, and
2: when okay. you warp strike, you actually like you can hold on to there and do damage.
1: Yeah, because for some reason, like I would warp strike and land, and it just wouldn't. It, I didn't see it do a lot of damage. I guess it didn't get up very high. It's very... It's not very clear on how you're supposed to progress this part of the fight. You essentially
2: have to get up high enough and then be able to stick into her.
1: Okay. Or latch onto her and attack. Yeah, that sounds really wrong. Anyway... (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, you do that. Chris apparently did it in one shot, because, of course. Then Leviathan knocks... Knocked us out uh, and gets, like, put under, like, a bunch of rubble. He's pretty much out cold. And... We see Ludifreya on an outcropping. She she's still I think she's still at the altar place. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah, she is. It's just become an outcropping because everything else is gone.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arden just walks up and just stabs her in the chest. Very cool. W- like, why? <laughs> what?
0: Video video games. Like That's good writing, Matt. Well- Noctis was invested, and now she dies. So now Mount Noctis feels motivated. That's a good way to write a story, obviously. But like, what is? Why uh,
1: uh, is Arden doing? Like, none of this makes sense. Anyway, he he's says trying to. I think he's
2: trying to boot, uh, like, um, kickstart the prophecy because I think she has to die for the prophecy to happen. Oh, that's still dumb. For the power to actually be, <sighs> for the yeah. ring to be, you know, yeah. He also wants, wants to, to ensure
0: die. that Noctis does the thing. Because right. he needs him to do a thing with a barrier later on.
1: Okay. Yeah, because he says, give Noctis the ring and remind him about the crystal. Which, if you remember in Kingsglaive, they were trying to get the ring. The Niflheim was trying to get the ring. So why does Arden just been like, yo, let me get that ring and give it to this guy? Doesn't make it... you, you, you'll see. Spoilers, Arden has other motivations. Okay. Anyway, so Luna, Luna's putting a brave face He's on... poor Sh- Kefka. He's a, he's not just a poor man's Kefka, he's a poor man in Kefka. He looks like homeless he looks homeless.
2: He looks kinda homeless. A little bit. Like all rich people do. No, no he, he he looks like he's trying to
1: look homeless. He's like a chunkier version of uh oh fuck. The He looks sing- like a homeless cosplayer.
2: There we go. Like somebody with cosplaying is homeless.
1: He kinda looks like he's cosplaying the lead singer of Aerosmith, uh Steven Tyler. Steven <laughs> Tyler. Yeah. It's very Steven Tyler. Uh, yeah, uh, I see that. Yeah. So anyway, so Luna grabs Arna's arm, which begins to glow, and she tells him, when the prophecy is fulfilled, all enthralled to darkness will know peace. And he slaps her away and says, how sweet, but you first. And he gets picked up by an Imperial cruiser. Luna uses her magic through the spear to summon the power from all of the royal tombs into Noctis, who has now unlimited Armager, and we get a boss fight. Where you it turns into basically Dragon Ball Z? It rules. It fucking looks really good, actually. <laughs> like you're flying around. Like you have the Armiger. You can air dodge. You can point warp. You can you can just summon all of the the weapons and like like shoot them out and do damage and, that way. And they make and, a bunch of fucking like white blue white explosions. It rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's not
2: you're not completely overpowered because you do have resource no. management, but you can replenish you? it yourself.
1: Uh, you can't. Re- you're invincible, basically. Throughout right. This entire if you, fight. you run
2: out of uh, you run
1: out of magic, but you can replenish it through one of your attacks. oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But I yeah, think if you run out of that, you fall. Yeah, you can get knocked in the water, but basically, no, uh, yeah. It oh, yeah, anyway, it is you, you fall and you're you're done. But I'm not sure if that's true. I oh, I, I I I don't think you could die. Honestly, I I didn't try though. Uh, uh, you you basically have to knock down uh leviathan uh make her vulnerable and then attack like either her wings or like these three points on her head like sticking off the back of her head break those off and eventually you'll do enough damage where she will do an attack that you have to you know do a do a block and parry i think you go through her mouth if i recall uh from under the chin oh shit yeah 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 you take she takes the uh he takes the trident stabs it under a chin and just rides it all the way down. Yeah, you just basically like gut it, except just water gushes out where all the
0: guts would be. It's very Mm -hmm. good.
1: Yeah, and then at this point, uh, Noctis runs out of power and collapses, and he happens to be right by Luna, which is very convenient, who does her uh, healing shit to him. (laughs) Leviathan moves as if to attack, and then Titan just shows up, and we have a god fight, which is Awesome. Like Leviathan would like does a punch thing and like you see like spikes of earth just kind of show up out of the water. It's rad. Yeah, it's kind of one of those like, hey, I'm protecting
2: them kind of symbolic thing. So
0: what what happens here is uh, this is very subtle, but Noctis's eyes change color when Titan shows up to the blue, which is ah. uh, what happened with Ramu. So, you know, the covenant is formed. And the water walls start falling, and that's when Titan does the thing to basically create a rock shield to prevent them from the w- to protect them from the waves that were incoming from the water walls falling.
1: Yeah, right. It's it's pretty cool. I don't know why Rama doesn't show up here. I think that would be, you know, lightning type is usually good against water type. It's super effective. Well, but... Matt, you
0: have to be able to stand on the ground to hold LT, so he can't.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. he stands in the
2: water, he's screwed. Well,
0: he's ground type. He Titan would be fine. Anyway. No, I, no. let's talk about uh, Rama.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, he floats. He flies. Also, Titan is clearly like fighting rock and that's only 50% immunity. Come on, Matt.
1: Uh... But
0: also that, that uh, 50% immunity is also negated by the weather effect. So it's just like a regular attack.
1: Uh, fine, you out-Pokemoned me. Congrats.
0: I don't even <laughs> play these games and I know that. Come on. <laughs> I've never played a Pokemon.
2: Uh. Anyway, trailer, Resident Pokemon hipster. They're yeah. bad.
0: They're
1: bad. They're the most boring I JRPGs. I can argue with you. Anyway, so that's done. We get a cutscene. We see Young Noctis. It, it, it's a it's a dream sequence, kind of. Uh, young Noctis is laying mm. in field Blue flowers. Like kind it's kind of real. On,
0: like the, di- the like at the gates of death. And meet each other there, and then he pulls back.
1: Yeah, it's the Elysian Fields, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a field of blue flowers. Young Luna is there and says that they uh, fi- they found each other in here and they had a chance to see each other one more time and Noctis is confused and asks, why can't they see each other anymore? Luna responds, my prayers have been answered and my calling fulfilled, which means I am a woman, therefore I must die for the plot. And Noctis says uh, it doesn't need to come between them, and Luna asks if he remembers the flowers of Tenebrae, and said that they will be waiting for him, but she will not be there, and young Luna fades into adult Luna, which makes this weirder. Because know. it's still child Noctis. Still Unless child Noctis. Noctis is still a child, is what they're Emotionally, yes. But then why is Luna a child to start off
2: at all, then? Because he's re- I think it's, he's remembering it as he was a child because that's when he was there. But then he remembers her as an adult in this. And yeah, the whole thing doesn't make
0: sense. Well, yeah. the whole, his whole plot arc next time is how he's still a child. So that's what they're going for.
1: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, she says she wished she could join him. But in this this moment will have to be enough. Noctis cries and says that all he wanted was to save her. And Luna tells him that when all seems hopeless and he is alone in the darkness, he should look at the distance and know she is there watching over him. She then falls into the dark uh, darkness like an ocean, like a lot of watery effect. Honestly, what it really is, is it's like Kingdom Hearts. I just didn't want to write that. It looks kind of what I've seen things in Kingdom Hearts, yes. It is exactly that. Yeah, and there's a flower. I think she gives him a flower, right? Because he wakes up with one. Anyway, No, he, she put one in the book, but he doesn't
0: know that at the time.
1: Oh, I thought I thought there was a flower in this scene. Anyway, Noctis is like struggling after. I think he get he looks older by the end of this scene. I don't know if I just imagined that. But anyway, the ring floats up at him and he grabs the ring and then the screen fades to white. And then Noctis awakes in bed. Uh, like, it's with, a cool cut scene.
0: Uh, it's very pretty. Visually, but yeah. Boy. It, not yeah. content
1: wise. Yeah, it just doesn't feel good at all. This was not earned at all. Like Luna was not a character that was present. That we cared about.
0: Honestly, Luna uh, has more characterization in Kingsglaive than in Final Fantasy 15.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Because I, which I is assume. hilarious. That's, that's really something. Noctis awakes in bed. Ignis is in the armchair next to him. He is wearing sunglasses and he is blind now. He's got scars over his eyes, which is like, holy shit. Noctis asks about uh, Ludafreya and Ignis tells him that she died. And Noctis then opens his hand notices the ring and then he sees the correspondence book on the side of him left by umbra he opens uh, a page of it and he sees that there is one of the blue flowers in it uh, at the end uh noctis then cries and the screen fades to black and then fades back up with him looking over the dock squad walks away uh carrying ignis a bit like like by the shoulder and uh they all head down to the dock to the boat. And that is the end of this chapter. Chapter 9. So uh, I bet we're... he didn't see that coming. Oh, uh, now he did wow. not.
0: Literally making fun of a dis- blind guy. Very cool.
1: Uh, uh, wrapping it up.
0: Do we have any closing thoughts on chapters 5 through 9? These chapters.
1: Man. there's It's so. Like. Boring. Disconnected. Yeah. It's there's it's just... a lot of like it, it feels like filler for big chunks of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean like it it's part of it is like I, I could forgive the go find the royal arms thing because that is part of the main plot and it already is this giant side quest thing, so like fine. But there's so many I mean, well, the, ways the
2: mithril thing is annoying.
1: The mithril thing is annoying, uh going uh, like the... The yeah, part the where they give neutral... you a dungeon, the part where they ask you to pull over
0: five times, all of it sucks.
2: The part where they put you, ask you to go to the power plant for no reason. Yeah, the
1: power plant was was a pointless side plot thing. It's just something reintroduced not uh, Gladio from his uh, yeah. DLC. I mean, Ar- Aranea is n- like okay, she's she's a competent character, but also I uh, you could have done a different thing with her and not have her be so sex potty. I, w- I wouldn't mind if they had her, like, had her there, but actually
2: expanded her role, had some character development, not just, I'm bad, oh, I guess I'm not bad anymore.
1: Yeah, like, literally, you fight her once, and then you have to fight alongside her, and then that arc is... Well, I assume more happens later, but, like, pretty much that's all they did with her. Like, yeah, if they, yeah. there had
2: been, like, a couple encounters where you, like,
1: like met it like, once, where you met at a bar or something, you're like, well, I'm not working yeah. right now,
2: so I'm not gonna attack
1: you. Yeah, and, like, Altisha. There's some cool things that like I think it looks great. I I like the summit part as I mentioned, and the thing about this fight is that it definitely has the look and the scale of something really epic, like which I, I which I really enjoy. But also, like I feel like it didn't sell the scale in terms of like I would have liked to have played the other characters doing something fighting against the army, right? Because like that all happens off screen, and then you see the costs of it, but you have no context as for what happened. You know, or like, you know, the whole build up to to Luna Freya dying is just totally unearned and unnecessary. Yeah, it's pretty blind. It blindsides you. Yeah. One day they'll make a modern game that isn't
0: a victim of its own development cycle. Yeah, I, I totally didn't make a, another ignis joke there.
1: Uh, like, and I, I, I wish the like the actual fight against, um against leviathan was more interesting like it's visually very cool and like the fact it's that, got some neat ideas it's got some neat ideas but it's not a challenge or like you don't have to think through it you just kind of have to k- keep hitting warp a lot you hit the triangle button a ton um so very very mixed bag and like that that lack of uh connective plot tissue will continue immediately after this too for me like it's it's such a weirdly paced game
0: yeah it is um the reason the drive is extra weird is they expect you to be doing stuff along the way, yeah, and not just mainlining the plot. But if you right. do that, you it is
2: very weird. And if you're not mainlining, or if you're just doing all the side stuff, it takes
1: forever. Yep. Uh, yeah. So anyway, if you want to get in touch with the show, we still have a Facebook, Facebook.com slash light x thrice. So Crystal eats it. Still, Crystal, I'm not it. gonna
0: delete that because I don't have a Facebook, crystal- so therefore I can't log in and be an administrator of this
1: page. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I use it in my my personal Facebook, which is probably a bad idea. Anyway, I'm delete your Facebook, <laughs> delete your face. Oof, uh, anyway, plugs. Well, at this point, uh, I think the only plug I have is uh, we're gonna start doing Space Runaway Ideon soon on the Boku No Stop. Free and the premium Bokono stop for the people who support us. We're going to be doing JoJo's part one, at least part one, probably part one and part two, right, Chris? Season um, hopefully, one, hopefully all of it. Hopefully all of it. I like it. It's very good. I I have mixed feelings. <laughs> you have, you
0: have mixed feelings about what season? Season one is not very good. I'll be honest. Like, season one is rough.
1: I don't know, man. Season two starts with the with uh, the, the the Nazis and shit. Like uh-huh. uh what? <laughs> uh-huh. Very very not into lionizing a Nazi. Uh anyway. Um uh, yeah, so that that's gonna be fun. Uh Phil? Um uh, just the usual. Um uh some now
2: that I'm actually back home, I can might start streaming soon. Now uh, that got everything scheduled and we're well, not any more given that this doesn't think.
0: come out for like a month or more since Matt right. didn't put up the other one to tell people what your Twitch url <laughs> is and assume it is coming out
2: yeah yeah so um uh, find we'll me at uh twitch.tv slash red phoenix 122 uh also if i ever decide to do anything with it pun.zone
0: and uh you can listen to my other podcast on the network magmar sucks where we're stack ranking pokemon based on how interesting their pokedex text is uh that stuff started getting scheduled in a Google Calendar, so now it is coming out. <laughs> After not coming out for a couple of months. Uh-huh. That is all until next time, we'll be talking about the entire rest of the main plot.
2: Which, it actually picks up quite a bit, I can imagine. A little too fast in some parts, and really slow in others.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh.
2: It's uh, all over the place.
0: Honestly, the slow part that coming up on the train works for me a lot. I like it. I, like the, tra- uh,
2: the train I wasn't complaining about. The train is interesting train. because it goes places.
0: Yeah. And, and I don't mean just yeah, because the train. train goes places. God damn it.
2: I, I, I was tracking. Oh. Anyway. Oh, you <laughs> were
0: train uh, tracking? Uh, yeah, exactly. Got him.
2: Uh, right. I, uh, I just mean like in general. It's... Uh, Got some interesting ideas, but then you get hit a stone wall around chapter thirteen.
0: Oh yeah, and then you have to like randomly go into the fucking like mine for
1: something. Yeah, we're going to the mine next, actually. Right? Yeah.
0: Yep. yeah
2: Well, the train, the first train ride, and then while well, you're yeah. you're actually stuck there for about ten minutes, and then yeah, the
1: mine.
0: I I like being I like being on the train. That's cool. It's good pacing where it's just focusing on you and the relationship with your friends.
1: Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about the train next time. We'll see you then. All
0: right,
1: bye. Have a good one.